Casey Yamauchi is uh, joining us now. Played baseball at the University of Hawaii. Hilo had um, one of the most prolific seasons a baseball player at any level could have um, in his final season. And he joins us now. Um, before I ask you about kind of the lead up to now having a professional opportunity, uh, we were talking earlier today. The travel for you um, is kind of insane, is it not? I mean, I, I talked to you on a bus then you drove, now you're at a hotel, then you're flying. Uh, what, what are these last 24 hours like travel-wise? Uh, travel-wise, um, it was the weirdest thing. I walked into the airport, uh, and all of the workers were like, wow, you must be really important. That huge bus was just for you because I was the only guy in like a, <laughs> a 40-seater bus. <laughs> but, um, Do you turn around and yeah, go, that's and right, I'm the show, baby. <laughs> I, I mean, they said, what do you do? And I was like, oh, uh, I, I actually just got signed. And they just had, like, an emergency drop me off at the airport, and I got to scramble my way back to get my stuff. Wow. Uh, <laughs> and, and which airport is this? Remind people. Um, so I was playing for the Frederick Keys in the MLB Draft League, and we were on the road in Ohio. And my – my bus driver had to drop off the team at the game because they had a game at seven our time. And then he had to drive an hour. Uh, he had to drive me an hour to the Cleveland airport to fly into Baltimore, uh, BWI airport. And then I had to take an Uber, uh, which was like an hour away from my hotel. And I just got back to the hotel. <laughs> You're already <laughs> hashtag on the bus for the minors, bro. That's awesome though. <laughs> yeah. So, I've, been, I've been getting a taste of the lifestyle already. So you're in the hotel. So you've, you've gone that hour. Then you fly tomorrow, right? Yeah, I actually have a, a flight at a – it takes off at around 7.40 tomorrow morning. <laughs> so I got to get another Uber at around like 5 in the morning to get to the, the airport again. And he's, and he's going to Arizona um, where he'll start his, his per- professional career. I hope they're paying for your Uber. Um. I believe I will be. I'll get reimbursed. <laughs> okay. They said just focus on getting back because <laughs> it's kind of an unorthodox way of me getting there. You know. You know, one thing I love about this conversation, um, I was I was telling Casey earlier today when we set it up, but I said it's been a long time because I remember Casey as a really young kid when I'd be calling basketball games at Waikia High School, and your family would be. PA announcing and running the scorebook for all these high school games, and you're running around, you're you're having fun because why not? You're a kid, um, and to go from that to now, you're you're a, a record-setting baseball player, and you're now going to the professional level. It's it's remarkably incredible. Um, at what point? I'm curious. Did the thought of playing professionally and maybe the realistic thought of playing professionally ever enter your mind? Um, I'd say it was about a year and a half ago before uh, our season started my junior year or my fourth year because um, this, uh, my teammate at the time, he, he's from Oahu. His name is uh, Mathis. He, he told me like, you know, you're a skinny, small kid. Like, imagine what you could do 
you actually lifted weights because I was already playing really well. And he told me like, you don't, you're not working hard enough. And I was like, Oh, you know what? You're right. And then I started working hard enough and, or I, I started working harder. And then this past year was amazing. And like, I got, if he didn't say anything like that to me, I don't know where I would be right now, but that's probably when I started realistically thinking about it. Casey Amauchi joining us. He's on his way to the Oakland Athletics Association. He's with us off the bench, courtesy of the Aloha Kia Hotline. Casey, uh, we're, we're obviously rooting for you in this uh, this journey, uh, perfectly into the pros, bro. But it sounds like you're also Mr. Hilo. So, w- what um, what pose of a statue are you expecting them <laughs> to make of you um, back outside of the Flames facility? Because it sounds like that's that's around the corner as well. Oh. Um, I don't know if, uh, if I'm that much of a legend, I think my, my dad would deserve, um, something like that more than I do right now. Hmm. But if I were to get a, a statue, I hope it's like with all the little kids, like right next to me or like, you know, uh, on the side of Wong stadium, because that's where every game started. I used to be a little kid, uh, asking for autographs from the Vulcans <laughs> and then, during my time, I got to give autographs to the kids, and I know how much that, that was, or I knew how fun it was for them, and it was just as fun for me when I got the chance to give it um, my attention. That's one of the cool things about, you know, being in a small town. You know, not like, you know, here on Oahu where you've got, you know, so many people, and I guess I can say I I've, I've grew up in a small town, that to have those experiences, it's not often elsewhere where it can be reciprocal. And at a place like in a place like Hilo, where there is only one school, um, there's only one school with an athletic department, not to, to take away the community colleges, mm. and to be able to go to the game in the best facility that they play in, to go to the games and then have that dream, like, hey, um, I could play for my hometown team. We talk about it on, on Oahu often, but to have that in Hilo is, is actually really, really special, right? Oh, yeah. Especially with the attention that I've been getting this past year. Um, I wasn't really thinking about, like, man, I need, to, I need to make the league for myself. Like, I wanted, of course, I wanted to get the opportunity to play professionally. But um, I know growing up, for me, like, there was, like, kind of a stigma about UH Hilo not being a very uh, exposing school. But uh, this past year or the past two years, like, we've had a lot of guys get looks, and I think uh, it was pretty big that people are getting chances out of UH Hilo now. Well, you know, credit to the sports information department. I mean, now they're starting to get, you know, live streaming of games, which is something that wasn't happening a long time ago. Um, And... The program's turned around. Um, you know, I've I've covered that program for many years. Um, you playing under Callan Miyataki and that staff, uh, a lot of local guys who have given back to to college baseball and to that program. You have become an integral part of that program's turnaround. How cool is that? Oh, I was um, I was just happy to be a part of the program, but uh, I know before like all of this um, attention and stuff, like they were, they were taking care of me. Like I was already going to the big leagues or um, I was going to get an opportunity. They had no idea what I was going to do. I was just like some kid from Hilo and they took care of me. Like I was a celebrity and they gave all of my teammates from the mainland. They made them feel at home. 
And, you know, they, they just made the program so much better and gave us everything that they possibly could. Casey Yamauchi, uh, now former UAT Vulcan, uh, off to uh, the Oakland A's organization. He joins us courtesy of the Aloha Kia Hotline. Case, I'd love to just hear your mindset heading into this next level of baseball. Um, you know, as a free agent, I, I know a little bit more on the football side of things with, with my, my former teammates, but are, are you going in it trying to prove something? Or are you trying to go into it uh, finding a groove at that next level? Uh, talk us through your mindset. Uh, obviously, you're, you're excited at this point, but what, what is um, your idea of success maybe in these you know first six, eight months of uh, being at the next level? Um, I feel like my mindset is probably the same because every level that I've played at or I've gone to from like uh, high school to college and to playing now, uh, I've always been like one of the smaller guys, you know, um, overlooked. And um, I feel like going into pro ball now, I'm kind of just the same thing. Like my, my number one thing that I want to do is just have fun. But I guess in a way I do want to prove something, you know, like a small kid can do it, mm. uh, especially from the island. And yeah, that's. Um, last thing, well, one of the last things for you. Uh, describe that moment when the A's organization gave you a call. Oh, um, so I was, I was getting ready for my game, and uh, well, the night before we had a game in Ohio. And my teammates came out running. Like, we won the game, and they came out running, and they are yelling. And I thought they were just really excited because we won the game. But they came out running, and they, they had my phone. And they were like, oh, the A's guy just called you. And, like, they thought it was a call that I was going to get picked up. But the A's guy told me that um, he was sorry that the draft didn't go my way, but if any opportunities open up, he'll give me a call. And so I wasn't really expecting a call, but the next day, so yesterday, um, I was getting ready for the game hitting in the cage and my teammates came running out of the locker room again with my phone saying that the A's guy called me. I call him back and he offers me and all of my teammates are just standing there. And I've only known these guys for about a week, but they're all going crazy. And like the first thing that I wanted to do was like call my parents, yep. but they're actually going to, um, they were going to Seattle at the time uh, for RBI. So, I kind of just, I called them real quick, uh, hoping that they would answer, and they actually just landed in Oahu. So I got to talk to them for a little, but they had to go. So I didn't really get to celebrate with my family, but um, it was still, like, really exciting. My mom was crying, and, yeah. Wow. Um, That's awesome, man. For, I, I would have said first things first. Um, I would be feeling kind of sketched that my teammates are touching my phone. Um, but, but, uh, it, it all works out. And in a way it's kind of like you gained a new family in a sense, because I mean, you're playing in a, in a prospect league where all those, I mean, it's, I'm sure it's competitive. All those guys want the same thing you do. Right. And to, you know, to go from, from that to these guys are celebrating you after knowing them for, you know, less than two weeks time. They're rooting for him. Yeah. That, yeah. That's amazing. My uh, my mom actually, um, when I told her about how my teammates were, like, I told them, oh yeah, like they seem to like me, and uh, she thinks that, or she said that 
you know, it's a, it reflects how I was raised in Hawaii and the people that I was around. Um, I think, like, realizing now, like, out of Hilo, because in Hilo, I would always take around, like, the, the new recruits um, to the team. I would be, like, their first friend there. And then coming out here and, like, being out of my element, uh, I made a lot of friends really quickly. And I think that's because I was raised in Hawaii. I'm just going to go over the accolades for, for people since we didn't do it at the top. That's all on me. All-time career leader in UH Hilo Vulcan history in runs, hits, doubles, and steals. And for a program that has had a long history, even going back to its Division One independent status way back when, um, that's really cool. Uh, Casey, say hello to your parents for me. Uh, I'm proud of you. I'm happy for you. And uh, best of luck in your journey, all right? Thank you. I appreciate it.